Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brown Boy Sports Take. This is your host, Pranav Menon. I'm joined with my two incredible co-hosts, Kian Barwani and Parsa Hashemi. So we earlier in this in this year um, made our little so made a little predictions before the college football season started about our predictions for the CFP Heisman Trophy, just a general preview of the college football season. And we're just gonna kind of it's roughly midway through the season right now, so we're just gonna kind of look back on that and look back on what surprises from the season and you know kind of make some predictions going forward again because lots happened. All the leagues are officially playing. The Pac-12 just started last week, and some crazy things have happened. You know, Trevor Lawrence the favorite to go number one in the preseason favorite for the Heisman got COVID, which basically has turned this Heisman race upside down. He was probably the favorite, but now he's probably lost a lot of ground. And it's safe to say, I don't think he's the favorite no more. And there's been some, and Clemson lost their first regular season game in over four, in like over 40 attempts. Like it's been a long time since Clemson's lost. A lot of things have happened. So um, we're just going to go straight into it. Keon Parcel started off. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about Clemson and Trevor Lawrence. I think, obviously, they've lost, but, like, he'll be back soon. Um, and I think the team's going to do well. I think they just, you know, they had a fluke against Boston College, almost came back, but they barely beat them. And, obviously, Notre Dame, uh, Parsa, and me both mentioned it's going to be a good team. So, we weren't, like, too, you know, I, I think it was just a blip on the road, but I think they're going to bounce back pretty strong. So, I'm not too worried about Clemson. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be worried about Clemson either. Uh, they got a great coaching staff over there. And, hell, they were playing with their backup, who, in my opinion, can be a p- potential first-round pick in the near future. DJ Ugoeli, if I pronounce his name correctly, my boy out of St. John Bosco. Um, he looked very poised against Notre Dame. Uh, did make a few mistakes, but, hell, it's his first two games starting. Um, but I do want to shout out Notre Dame. You know, I predicted them to be a top-four team a few weeks ago. They took the biggest dub of their season this year. They also took the biggest L because they're about to have the most COVID cases in the nation because of all their fans running onto the field after that game. I don't know what the hell was going on. But aside from that, you know, Notre Dame played some great football. Um, One of the best games of the season we've seen so far. That was a phenomenal game. I agree with you. And no, Notre Dame's proved a lot of people, even though Clemson, it's not, don't just look at the fact that Trevor Lawrence was in there. They're missing three starting defensive linemen. And if you, if you watched that game, you, you saw that, like, the Clemson uh, – Notre Dame made the quarterback beat them. They made – like, Travis Etienne basically was useless that game. So, I do think they're going to play each other most likely again the ACC championship. If Clemson somehow loses that game, which they should be fully healthy unless something crazy happens, they will be out of the top four. They will be out. If Notre Dame loses that game, I still think they will be in, but they'll have to win the rest of their games. So, it's going to be very, very interesting. I'm not worried about Clemson. You know, Trevor Lawrence, Dabo Sweeney, Brett Van Abels, the defensive coordinator for Clemson, they know what they're doing. Uh, this, like, you'd be foolish to count them out. Now let's look at the Heisman predictions we made. Um, uh, I picked Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama. Keon, you picked quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Parsley, you picked Justin Fields, who's been ridiculous to start the season. What do you guys feel about your pick so far? What do you think? Would you, given what you've seen, do you still, are you still going to put the money on your pick? Or do you, who do you think is the favorite at this point in time? Keon? Personally, I mean, I do want Clemson to be back in the top one to two range, uh, being at number four. Ain't you know, I, I didn't. If you're fourth place, you're not gonna win the Heisman. So I do wish, uh, hopefully, Clemson. Okay, th- 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 that's not true. Actually, Lamar okay. Jackson, when he won the Heisman, Louisville uh-huh. was not even in the top four. So okay, like, well, you, all right, yeah. and Prove and me wrong. and look at the last four. Yeah, no, and uh, Kyler Murray, they were number four. They said, so you don't have to okay. be one or two. 
Okay. Yeah, so. so, okay. So it's not like the NBA. All right. All right. Th- appreciate the correction. I mean, again, I, I, he's number four. As long as he doesn't fall out the top five. There we go. Like, I think he's, he's a safe lock for the top. You know, probably Justin Fields is pretty much the other major competitor, um, I think, personally. But I think I'm confident with Trevor Lawrence still at the moment. Oh, I'm definitely sticking by my pick. Justin Fields has been a phenom. Although they've only played three games, uh, he's looked fantastic. 11 touchdowns, no interceptions on 86% completion percentage. That is absolutely insane. You know, he's played some decent competition. You know, Penn State's kind of fallen off a little bit. Nebraska's a relatively uh, reputable team. And so is Rutgers. But Justin Fields has looked phenomenal. I've said this before. He could do it in the air. He's proved that this year. But he could also do it on the ground. He's got a great frame. Reminds me a lot of Cam Newton back when he was at Auburn. Um, I'm at the point where I'm going to say, if the Jets fall the number two pick in the NFL draft, hell, we'll take Justin Fields right now. No, y'all, might, y'all not falling like number, number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this rate, you're going for number one. You're, you're tanking all the way. I don't know why you almost tried to beat the, the Patriots uh, last Sunday. Okay, I don't know. Uh, okay, Joe, Joe, Joe Flacco's got nothing to play for. Now. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually very – I think Mac Jones is the, is the clear front runner at the moment for the Heisman, a quarterback out of Alabama. I think it was Trevor Lawrence before, but I think I think I think he's almost lost it after the COVID case, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I think it's between Mac and uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields has been incredible. Like he's like you Parsons said, it's like an eighty-seven percent completion, which is really unheard of. He has yet to throw an interception. Even last season, he had his touchdown interception ratio was like forty-three to three. It's ridiculous. But Mac Jones is the highest uh, yards per attempt in NFL in college football history. Uh, these are set like Baker Mayfield said it initially. Baker Mayfield won the Heisman. Kyler Murray broke it. He won the Heisman. And Mac Jones and Alabama is the best team in the country right now. Mac Jones' stats are absolutely crazy right now. I think I'm, I'm pretty safe going with Mac Jones right now. But this is the most wide open Heisman race I've ever seen. This is not even to mention the quarter guys like quarterback Kyle Trask out of Florida, quarterback out of BYU Zach um, Zach Wilson, uh, the quarterback out of Cincinnati Desmond Ritter. There's so many good guys. But I do think these three, the guys we mentioned, are the favorites. I think Mac Jones leads the pack by a little bit. One, because of COVID for Lawrence, and one, because Justin Fields has played roughly half the games everyone else has played. But I'm excited. I'm a, I, I wouldn't put all my money on it, but I'm very happy with the pick. And um, obviously, we haven't, had a, we haven't gotten our first edition of the college football playoff top four. But one thing, we, we do know who the top four are right now. It's Alabama, um, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, and Shout out Texas A&M's number five. <laughs> and, I'm and, so hyped about that. That's a very – and I want to talk about that a little bit because obviously you're alum, almost my alum, but I graduated in about a month. Um, yeah, A&M. I, that Florida game, I was very surprised. I, I didn't expect us to win. And uh, Kellen um, Mond has, hasn't shot the bed yet. He's been doing good. Spiller's been carrying the team for sure, but – Spiller, Aenea Smith, and that defense, man. They've been, yeah. Aenea, could, could they make the top four? And eh, but okay. Um, before mm. I get before I go to you guys in regards to who you think the top four are going to be, based on, I will spell out as a diehard AM fan. I will spell out the two scenarios in which AM makes the top four. Uh, okay. One, Clemson has got to lose to if Clemson loses to Notre Dame. Okay, either way, the scenario is AM's got to win out. They got to go undefeated the rest of the way. No, no two loss team is making the college football playoff. This is not how it's going to work. So Clemson's got to lose one more, aka Clemson's got to lose to Notre Dame in the ACC championship, or Notre Dame's got to lose one more time, which they can't. I'm not fully sold on Notre Dame, even though they did beat Clemson. I'm so little sus on them because of the way I saw them beat Louisville. They barely beat them like twelve to seven. They can lose to North Carolina and they lose to Clemson again. 
That way, it's two-loss team A&M sweeps in. Also, we definitely need Alabama to destroy Florida uh, in the SEC championship because if Florida wins, somehow Florida will have beaten Georgia and Alabama. Even though they beat us, we lost Alabama and they beat Alabama. So, they'll sneak in. So, honestly, we can't really control our fate. We just got to hope the, the selection committee has got to be really high on the SEC. We got to beat Auburn. We got to beat Tennessee. We got to beat LLC, win out the rest of these games. It's not truly in our faith because if, if, as of right now, all four teams in the top four have a clear way that they can def, they can confirm the spot. If, even if Clemson beats Notre Dame, Notre Dame beat Clemson once, I think they will give them the, the benefit of the doubt. But you guys know, what do you guys think the final top four is going to be? Um, uh, Parsi, you go ahead. I'm still thinking. Look, I think it's going to stay the same. I think maybe Clemson moves up a few spots, but Notre Dame's schedule prior to their uh, ACC championship game is looking pretty weak. They got UNC, Wake Forest, and Syracuse. Um, hey, UNC, don't sleep on Syracuse, and um, don't sleep on Syracuse, and don't sleep on UNC. UNC has got the best quarterback not in this upcoming draft class, in my opinion. Like, don't sleep on that team. They were pre- they were number seven at one point. So don't sleep on them. Look, at this point, they've been too inconsistent. You know, they lost to uh, University of Virginia in a close game. I, I Obviously, I think Notre Dame are the favorites there. Um, I do think the top four is going to fluctuate a little bit between those teams. I think Alabama stays at number one. I think Ohio State uh, goes number two. And I think it goes Clemson and then Notre Dame. Assuming Notre Dame wins out and assuming Clemson beats them in the championship game, I think it's going to stay the same and just fluctuate a little bit between those four teams. Safe pick. I, I Look, I don't want to have my A&M bias. I, I do remember I wasn't hyped up on A&M in the beginning. But at this rate, if A&M can beat Auburn, because Auburn always beats us somehow, some way, LSU is no longer relevant, and Tennessee – um, I'm not sure they've played in recent memory, but I'm not too worried about that. I believe AM could squeak into the top four comparing to Clemson if you know if Trevor Lawrence comes back, if and I'm sure he will. If he doesn't, if you're missing one more week, that puts them on the chopping block. If you go down to Ohio State, they do play Michigan and Michigan State, which two teams are could could give them a fight. Um, I think Alabama's a lock, and I think Notre Dame is in for a lock, maybe. Um, but I think three, four, and five could 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 be interesting, in my opinion. I'm telling you, um, Ohio State is more of a lock than probably any team. Like Ohio State, they're not losing; they're gonna make the. That team is the offense is straight scary, and then not, Michigan, Michigan is useless. The, 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 every year they're hyped up. Michigan State's also useless. They're not gonna make any. No one's gonna beat this Ohio State team in the Big Ten. The best chance to beat Ohio State is Wisconsin with their freshman phenom quarterback Graham Mertz. But they've had COVID issues. Like this, it's been horrible. But like, I think Notre Dame and Clemson are our best shots. Absolutely. So um, we've got to see what happens. I go. One thing I want to pass by you guys. I'm not sure how much you guys can follow the American Co- League Conference. So there's two uh, teams like Cincinnati and BYU. They're roughly in the seven, six, seven, eight range. What do you think the chances are one of those teams can make the number four spot? We've never had a, We never had a team from this conference. Most notably, UCF was the most closest one to making it. You know, they they deemed themselves a national championships that year. They won undefeated, and then they defeated LSU in the bowl game, I believe. What do you guys think the odds of them going? Zach Wilson's been incredible. He's played himself into a first-round billing for this upcoming draft. What do you think the odds of either of those teams making it are? I think slim to none. Uh, the strength of schedule that these guys are playing is uh, 
absolutely atrocious. Let me go ahead and read you who BYU is playing next. North Alabama, never heard of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to win out the rest of their two games. But, uh, you know, they, they're not playing the competition to get them in a top four seed. I mean, props to them. They've had a great year. Um, you know, they should keep their heads up high, even if they don't make it. They're probably going to get a solid bowl game. Um, but no way in hell these guys make a top four seed. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, you, you're playing San Diego State right after. Like, you're playing no-name teams. Uh, if you're not in the top five or you're not in the SEC, like, you're not, you know, you're, you're not going to make the playoffs. Like, even Pac-12 teams aren't going to make it. Like, it's so much competition this year. And, like, obviously teams that started late and all that. If you got a harder schedule, if you're playing the better competition, you deserve to be in the playoffs. If you just play some whack ass <laughs> and no name team, no, and I agree. Defeated, you don't deserve to, it's 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 nah, yeah, I completely agree with Parsa. There's no some to none. Uh, one another question you spoke on a little bit, Keon, about the one of the things that the selection committee very, very values highly is an undefeated league champion. So if any. Oregon is ranked pretty high. They're in the number 11, 10 in that range. And then USC is pretty high as well. Do you guys think if USC, Oregon, whichever one of them, goes undefeated and wins the Pac-12, they can make a claim for number four? Because the undefeated league champion is huge when it comes for selection committee. I know that for a fact. I, I personally believe I, I, I will not see a Pac-12 team and because it came in so late. They just started last week. Like, it's not fair that SEC started super early and then they're like, oh, okay, just because, you know, they only played this many games. They started, you know, two, three weeks ago. Like, hey, give it. I think if you played the longer games, you played the longer teams, you played the harder teams, you deserve to be in the top four. And if you just jump in last minute, it's like, mm, no, you don't, you don't deserve, you didn't wait in line. You didn't go through all that mess to, to you know, like us. Like, I, I don't see it. I don't. As much as, I would like to have a USC, UCLA, or whatever, any Pac-12 team. In UCLA it. is never doing anything, okay, okay. ever. <laughs> USC. I, if USC, I would like to see them, but they just came in so late. It's, it's not fair for the other teams, in my opinion. I mean, it's not I, like it's I, their I, choice, you know. No, I agree, and I disagree to an extent. Um, I agree that they are coming in late, and they haven't really shown any flashes um, to be competitors in a top four uh, CFB seed. But we've also seen Ohio State play three games and they're putting the lights out every game. And if USC or Oregon were able to do that, then maybe I'd say yes. Um, I do want to root for my boys at USC. You know, we got a lot of SoCal guys there. Brew McCoy, a lot of Griffin. I would, I would uh, love I'm, to see him go, but they, they haven't, you know, they had a nice comeback win last week. Um, but if you're coming into this college football season late, you better be putting on a show like Justin Fields has been. No, I agree. That USC team, Outside of Alabama, I'm going to go put this out there, maybe Ohio State. They got arguably the best collection of wide receivers in college football, man. Like, Keaton Slovis is a phenomenal quarterback. Um, Sam Brown, they got Drake London, uh, Tyler Vons, and then Brew McCoy, former five-star. Uh, you know, he was at UT. He transferred back to USC. Him and They got that modern-day connection, him and Sam Brown. And JT Downs used to be the quarterback. Obviously, he's not there anymore. But, yeah, I know it's just very confusing. I'm very – like this – I parcel, like, if I had to be safe, I just go with what you said, you know, that the top four is going to stay the same right now because, um, you know, it is a clear path for all of them to stay there. But I still think there's a lot of college football left to be played. Uh, I'm very excited for Wisconsin, Ohio State, if that game actually happens. Who knows about COVID? You know, A&M game got canceled this week against um, Tennessee. So I'm very excited to see how all that plays out. And I'm very excited to see the rematch. I hear you, Clemson, 
Trevor Lawrence got fire burning with him. But do you guys have any final thoughts about college football as a whole? Uh, yeah, no, I just hope things don't get crazy. I know COVID's kind of rampant around among those um, conferences and states. And the Notre Dame thing was pretty crazy. Yeah, I was like, damn, all those fans out there is not going to surprise players don't get it or whatever. We'll, we'll see how that happens. But I think uh, hopefully everyone manages and controls their stuff and make, making sure that we all end up in a good way. Cultural will not to get canceled with all the COVID cases. So we'll see. Yeah, it's COVID, COVID, COVID. I think that's what's going to be the the ultimate narrative of this season. Um, if teams can stay healthy, uh, I think it's going to be a really, really fun season to watch, especially at the last half of it. Uh, all four of the top four teams, uh, I think, will make very competitive games if it stays the same. Um, I'm excited to see the outcome of all of it. But again, my money's on Justin Fields out here. Uh, I think Justin Fields going up against that Alabama defense is going to be very, very fun to watch. Yeah, I know that Notre that will happen with the Notre game, Notre Dame game. Those fans just ran on. Then those security guards didn't have a chance. That was absolutely despicable. That was ridiculous. That was irresponsible. And like they should all be like, I don't, I know they can't take action against all of them. That's just ridiculous. Are you putting all the players at risk? You know for sure, Trevor Lawrence barely like. Who knows? He could still have like you know antibodies, which could be like you know like he was on that field. That was absolutely ridiculous. You know, and, you know that that should never ever happen. But real quick, last second. Your, who's your prediction to win the whole thing? I'm going. I, I agree with Parson. I'm going to go real estate. I think Ohio State's winning it. They were my pick last year. I think they redeemed themselves this year. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. Uh, you know they got Trey Sermon in the backfield, Justin Fields, and arguably the best offensive line. And they haven't even played that well yet. Uh, I got to go. Their defense is a little shaky. You saw the Rutgers drop a bunch of points on them. But real quick, I'm going to Ohio State. Uh, I'm sticking with Clemson. If, if Trevor Lawrence is healthy, um, I think they could uh, pull it out. I think, first off, I think it's going to be Alabama versus Ohio State. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I think I agree with Pranav, man. Justin Fields has not given me any sense of doubt as to why he shouldn't win uh, this year. No, I agree with you, man. But, you know, thanks for checking in on this episode. The college football season is, you know, on full. All the leagues are in. It's a lot of fun to watch. You get great games every week. And now we're in the final stretch of the season. Uh, people are trying to, you know, make their claims for the CFP. There's still a handful of teams that could claim that number four or even number three spot. So let us know in the comments which who you think is going to win the Heisman, who you think is going to make the top four. We are live on Apple and Spotify. Check us out. Follow us on Instagram, brownboys underscore sports take. If you want to join us for a fan talks, direct message to Instagram, direct message myself, direct message Keon or Parsa. Um, we love to have fans on. We love to engage with y'all. So this is Brown Boy Sports Take checking out.